Welcome to Career Tools. This week, your own training budget. Here we go. Folks, we're recording this in August of 2014, and the market is starting to heat up. And so people are going to start calling you about jobs, and you might start picking your head up off of your desk and looking for jobs. If you haven't already done so, we encourage you to take a look at our interviewing series. It's the most detailed and complete. And when I say detailed, I mean in the weeds detailed about how to get ready for and how to ace an interview. Give it a look. So for years, um, we've been telling people that HR and the company is not managing your career, and yet people haven't thought that through very much, or at least a lot of people haven't thought it through. And this cast is all about a super simple idea about your own training, which is why would you rely on your current company who's not responsible for your career anymore And when they used to be responsible for career, they used to be responsible for your training. Why would you rely on that company to choose the training for you? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And part of your training is to train you for future things. And and, uh, that made sense when you stayed in one company for 40 years or 50 years. And because people do that less, companies are even less willing to invest in training. So what's our outline? So first of all, you need to work out what training you need. And then you need to see if you can get it for free because free free is always best. And you can probably. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, a lot of the time, at least the basics. Yeah. And the last thing is uh, save a little each pay period because some of the things you are going to have to pay for and the best way to do that is to save a little each week. Yeah. Well, one thing is drink, a co- drink coffee rather than a latte. Yes. Unless you're one of those people who can make your own lattes. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> There's lots of ways to save. It's just uh, looking at it yeah. creatively and prioritizing saving for, uh, saving your, for your training yeah. over whatever it is else that you spend your money on. Yeah, good. Okay. How do we figure out what training we need? In my head, training is guidance about how to do something better. That's what training is. It's like you go to the training and you understand what you need to do in order to get better. So, for instance, you could have... You could have probably worked out how to learn to drive if somebody had just put you in a car. You could, you could, you see cars on the road. You can work out roughly what they're doing at like stop signs and those four-way stop things. I still don't understand. Um, you could probably work out which seat was the most important and what to do with the keys. And and you could probably work out that D meant drive, but you go so much faster when somebody sits with you and says, okay, these are the important things. It doesn't matter what clothes you're wearing, but it matters which uh, side of the road you drive on. And one of the things people tell you when you first learn to drive is turn the radio off because it helps you concentrate when you're learning because you otherwise you've got too much input okay and and that's kind of what training is it's like it's it's a kind of a a shortcut it's a it's speedier way of with somebody helping you telling you what's important so then you've got to work out okay what is it that i need to learn where do i need to have my training energy directed to and that depends so much on what you want to do next or what you think you need to do better in, t- in order to achieve whatever it is you want. So that's going to be up to everybody. But if you know the job you want next, then you can look at the job description and see what you're missing. You can look at the people who are ahead of you or the people who have got jobs that you want, or you can look at the magazines or the industry information and see what the thing, the next big thing is 
and get training in that. Yeah, my thinking about this is is you just put it in a in a in a more edible uh, context, but in my mind, it's really simple. What do I want to do next? What's my gap between where I am and what that job needs? I think for a lot of people, without some help, they don't realize that, first of all, job descriptions are important in terms of understanding what part of that job you've never done before. Um, but then the other thing that I think is so important is your network. Um, and gosh, how, I mean, do you and I not still think after years and years and years of career tools every week that the most important cast we ever did was building a network building a network right yeah i like is is there a cast where we do not mention network i don't yeah. think there is folks if, if you don't realize this your career is not about you getting ahead it's about you and all the people you know helping you get ahead um, and to, to that extent getting ahead is probably not what most of us think about making more money or being more secure but rather being where you can deliver the most value um in the most secure way for your family. And too many people miss that if you have a friend or two or three or 10, one and or two levels above you in your organization, whether you're gonna stay in that organization or not, they are still indicative of your industry. Ask them what the gap is between where you are and where you wanna be. Or if your network is broad enough and they, you have a friend or an associate or a colleague with whom you're uh, cordial, you know, in an area that, that you're not working in, and therefore it's not obvious to your boss how he or she could help you, go to that colleague somewhere else and say, how would I get here? Who would I have to know? And what would I have to do? In addition to the plan for transitioning to that job, in terms of how do I get the interview, how do I get the offer, um, you also need to plan for being effective at it. I've said many times before that managers get evaluated on whether or not they can get their people promoted, but executives get evaluated on whether or not when those people get promoted, they do well in the next job. And you need to be thinking, okay, what, what's the skill gap and how do I get that? And it's not terribly hard. And if you don't, if you don't have a network, okay, shame on you. Go back and listen to the Building a Network cast um, and start building it. And then come to the forums and say, okay, guys, I'm an X. I want to do Y. I, A, don't know how to get there. And B, don't know what I need in order either to appeal to the hirer or to do well in the next job. There is someone who knows. And I would also say, golly, it, it, <laughs> why not Google it? Uh, why not use Bing? Why not use Yahoo and say, okay, what kind of training do I need for X? Um, and I'll tell you something else, Woody. This, this may just be me, and I'm probably talking to the wrong person because your Google skills are legendary, but I'm amazed at the number of people who Google, and they've gotten so used to Googling things that they might as well be clicking the I'm feeling lucky button, which I don't think even exists anymore. But why not spend half an hour digging deeper? into the resources. Oh yeah, not everything is on the first page of Google. Yeah, but in addition, knowing that I'm gonna click on something on the fourth page, and then that will then give me a whole different search, which will help me understand companies that are in the business or what have you. So I think you're right, we can't tell everybody what training they need. Um, although if we had an infinite amount of time, we could do that. 
find out where you want to go, and then start researching, okay, what's the gap between where I am and where I need to be? Good. Sorry that was too long. Yeah, that's okay, because I got a tangent too. And if if um if you have a choice, if there's two or three things, choose the thing with the most application. It's amazing how many people think that the next step is there is only one next step in their career. And we did we did uh five oh, geez, in this yeah. resume a while ago. And there are there's a hundred jobs you could do that you don't even know exist. So don't just ask the people that you that are in roles that you think, oh, I could do that and it would be interesting. Ask people that aren't because there's there's a lot of interesting things to do out there and not all of them are, are well known or really obvious. Yep, good. Okay, so the next thing is how, how do you, you get, get it for free? free? Okay, so luckily we live in the age of the internet because if we didn't, my head would have already exploded because I have to know everything right now. Yeah, folks, she does. And it's annoying. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Actually, no, it's not annoying. You do it and then I get annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, but anybody who's listening has access to the internet. You have the technical wherewithal to find what you need because you found us. So you're in the lucky 40% of the world that has access to the internet. And you have the biggest library in the world. There's millions and millions and millions of pages available for free. So recently I had a problem with my faucet in my kitchen and I Googled it and I watched a five minute YouTube video and I was a plumber. I fixed it all by myself. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I'd have had to call a plumber because I didn't know how, well, maybe I would have called my dad first, but I probably would have had to call a plumber and it would have cost me money. But all of a sudden I am a plumber and there's, so much out there when you start looking. There's in-person free training as well. There's meetup groups that do, um, you know, there's speakers who want to tell you about yeah. re- how to how to get ahead in the real estate business or how to get ahead in um, programming. There's all sorts of meetup groups that where people are sharing knowledge and you can go to those and most of them are free or really cheap you could start a meetup group if you want to you know be an entrepreneur start a group and i bet 20 people will come to it and you can all learn from each other there are forums for everything i've mentioned a couple times that i own an old ferrari and i was trying to figure out you know a couple of things i could do to it which the answer was almost nothing Um, but there were at least 10 people from all over the state of California saying, this is the guy to talk to about your Ferrari. He's fair, he's honest, and so on. Uh, that was free. And usually things re- relative to Ferraris aren't free. Um, I'll tell you the other thing that is probably one of the greatest things for the vast majority of our listeners is the library system, at least in the U.S. My Lord, I just read something recently which said that of the top 100 books of all time, a bunch of them weren't available through Amazon, but they were all available at the library, and the library is free. And by the way, if you already own a Kindle, if you already own an iPad or iBooks or whatever, they're available that way too as well. You can check books out of the library electronically. Why wouldn't you? And videos and Google, and there's all sorts of things in libraries, and they also have at least the ones I've been to in the UK, they also have learning sessions as well on all sorts of things. In library, libraries are cool. And often if you're near a university, you can pay a small amount. 
you don't have to be going to the university or the course you can just pay an amount and you can access the university library yeah. where the the books are you know if if they if they have a course on management they're much more likely to have five rows of management books than your local library and surely we're going to see something about very low cost right yeah so books I like five ninety nine, ten ninety nine. That's not huge amounts of money. Um, there's low cost online courses. So uh, uh, Mike was showing me one yesterday about Drupal, and there was a there was a thing he paid, I don't know, like ten dollars a month or something for a subscription, and there were thousands of courses about how to do things on Drupal from the from the easiest to the well. I didn't understand the titles, so I'm guessing they were pretty complex. Um, there's often low-cost things done through the city or the states or your local government somehow often um, offer adult education. And then you can buy a coffee for a mentor. That's, you know, $6 yeah. or something, even if they choose the most expensive. Yes, but the mentor has to exist. Yes, you have to you have, have a relationship with her. Yes, and you have to have built it beforehand. So, folks, if you don't have a network, if you don't have a mentor, before you have a training need, even though the answer to that is you have a training need now, you may not know it, um, start building your network and be willing to give, 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 as we say in the Building Network cast, before you start take, take, take. This, I mean, that's, that's just a few ideas. If you Googled 24, five ways to get training for free, I bet you'd find 30 articles with 100 ideas. Good. And then last, surely we're, we are going to say saving a little, right? I mean, free is good, and a little bit of cost is also good. Yeah, and the free things tend to be at the lower end of the educational scale. The cheaper something is, the more likely it is it's the basics or it's for beginners or whatever, um, apart from us, of course, because we're free and is still awesome um the cheaper courses if you have to pay but it's uh, but it's still relatively cost effective then it's probably for kind of intermediate skills and the the more the more skills you need the more the more the course tends to cost but then if you need skills in that kind of depth you probably have a job that allows you to make that kind of payment so um so if you want to do something that's more expensive, then save some money each paycheck. That's the best way to save a lot of money without really noticing. So even if it's like $5 a month, at the end of the year, you'd have $60. And I did an online course from UTSA and it was $20. So I could do three of those in a year. Wow. And it was enough for what I needed right. to do. Like. So you can cancel cable. You could cancel Netflix. You could not rent a video. You could get off the bus, a stop early if that saved you money. Like we've all been there where money is really, really tight and there's always somewhere to cut a cost or earn some extra, you know. You have to be careful with the whole make money fast schemes. But there is tons of ideas on the internet from um, babysitting or dog sitting like because you get to because you, you don't have to do anything right the baby's asleep you can read i will tell you that when people talk about money's really really tight right now the the number of people that i've talked to it's simply a fact that they're they've forgotten i think it's mr micklethwaite saying that you need to spend less than you make. And this is much easier. Spending a little bit of money is much easier if you've lived within your means and you've set aside six months 
uh, emergency fund. Shoot, if you decided you wanted to do some inexpensive but not free training, you could easily say, rather than doing it on the layaway plan where I start, or I, the savings plan where I start saving now and take six months of pain in order to save up, you could say, I'm going to pay for it now because it's a basic course and I'll learn so many things that'll direct the rest of my training energy in the next year or so. And I'll replenish the six month savings fund. You know, if I only use 10% of it, I'll replenish it um, over the course of the next six months or so. Um, you, you may have the money now if you've thought ahead. That said, folks, uh, the vast majority of people, 80 to 90% of the people that I know where money is tight, it's only a function of the fact that you've been doing well for a number of years and the money has gone up and up and up and your spending has gone up and up and up. The problem with money being tight is not that you have barely enough to subsist on, rather that you spend what you make. And no offense, I've done it too. But if you're under 30, listen to Warren Buffett. Start saving 10 to 20% of what you make every month. Your life will not be qualitatively changed now, but when you're 45 or 50, your life will be qualitatively an order of magnitude better than the vast majority of your friends who are still thinking, I don't make enough. And why invest in somebody else? Yes. Why, why invest in Netflix or Comcast or whoever at Starbucks, which is my addiction? Um, why invest in them when you could be investing in yourself? Yeah. Like, at least some of that money keep improving your own self. Yeah. Good. So that's what figuring out what training you need and how to get it for free and then saving so you can buy the small stuff. Hopefully that helps. I mean, we have guidance on how to get training budget from your company, but if you can't do that, invest in yourself, as Wendy says, save a little, come to our forums, send us a mail and ask us what we think, build your network, go to the library. It is totally doable. And then if you want to be part of a giving society, go to the forums and tell people your story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Help everybody. Help everybody else learn what you did and where a little niche was that was really helpful to you. It's worth it. Yeah, absolutely is. Okay. Thanks, Wendy. Thanks, everyone. Bye. That's it, everybody. Pretty simple, but lots of people don't think about it. Come back next week. See you then. <laughs>